Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week, our podcast features an episode of The Creaking Door called Bring Back Her Bones. We're not sure when it first aired, but probably in the late 50s or early 1960s, but it was in South Africa. about this world of ours, and ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in Spine Chillers. The Creaking Door. Manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Filter King cigarettes take pleasure in presenting The Creaking Door. taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders and the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3.5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. I want to see you. You wish me to travel for you. 
how did you know? Many doors which are closed to you, white man, are open for my people. I've heard rumors that well, they sound impossible. Are they true? I mean, can you really travel in time? I can do many things which you would not believe. Even if I did them in front of your eyes, you would not believe them. There. Luca is offering you something to drink. He cannot ask you, for he cannot speak. Oh, he gave me quite a start. I, I didn't see him standing there. It's very dark in here, isn't it? Only for those who have eyes. I, I beg your pardon? I have been blind for many moons. You just told me that this man was offering me something to drink. Well, how could I you see? have no eyes, but I see more than you, white man. Take the drink. Otherwise, Luca will stand there forever. Thank you. Is he... Uh, is he also blind? And his eyes seem to have an odd breeze look. Luca is dead. What is it you wish to speak to me about, white man? Dead? What do you mean, dead? He was standing here. He was... You people do not believe, so therefore for you they do not exist. For us, the living dead are always with us. Zombies? What is it that you wish me to bring? Can you travel in time? Tell me what it is you want to be done, and I will tell you if I can do it and how much it will cost you. I want you to go into the future, let's say, 70, 80 years from now. Go on. Can you do that? What do you want me to bring? I want... I want you to bring me my wife's skeleton. <laughs> and if I do this thing, can you pay me my prize? I'll pay you anything, anything at all. You are a clever man, Mr. Hewan. If you possess your wife's skeleton now, then she, of course, cannot exist, but she will not be dead. <laughs> you will not have murdered her, but you will be rid of her. This is your idea. Yes. I can't think of any other way. I don't really believe in it. It will work, but I can't think of any other way. If you want to be rid of the woman, then there are many ways, surely. In your world, a man can get rid of a wife quite easily, I've been told. Not this wife. She won't give me a divorce, but I can't go on living with her. And you also covet her money, which she will not give to you if you leave her. But you haven't the courage to kill her, is that right? It isn't a question of not having the courage, right? I just couldn't do it. Very well, Mr. Hayward. For a fee which we will discuss later, I will do this thing for you. I will cause your wife to disappear from the face of the earth. I will bring back her skeleton from the future. Once it arrives here, in this time, she will cease to exist. Well, where will she go? Uh, I think it is better that you don't know that. When must I do this thing? Uh, not yet. I don't want to do anything yet. I was talking to this person and I heard that these sorts of things happened. I, I didn't believe him. I, I just wanted to inquire. Think about it and make up your mind. I will. I'll let you know. There will be no need to let me know. Once you have made up your mind, I will know it. And I will do the thing you ask. <laughs> 
John. About time, too. I'm sorry I'm late. I was, I was kept at the office. I don't believe that, and you know it. Where did you get to? I told you. I had business to attend to. You're lying. For heaven's sake, Betty, don't you understand? I don't enjoy our life together. Why do you insist on us staying together? Oh, I know I'm not attractive, John. I'm tall and big. I'm fat. I know that. But I wanted to get married, and I knew that I'd have to settle for quite a bit less than love. Well, you're the one that I decided on. I love you, John. Oh, I know you don't love me. That doesn't matter. I love you. And you've had the use of my money. It's a fair bargain, isn't it? Well, I've had enough, dear. I'm sick and tired of being married to you. And that's a pity, because there's nothing you can do about it. Unless you murder me. And I don't think you have the courage for that, have you? I'm warning you, Betty. You better give me the divorce I want, or else I... <laughs> or else what? Or else I'll get rid of you. I swear I'll get rid of you. All right. Maybe I haven't got the courage to do it myself, but I can always get someone to... to get rid of you. Don't forget that. Hadn't you better be going? It's past two o'clock. Well, no, don't worry. She won't wake up till dawn. I dosed the drink again. Does she know about me? No, she keeps talking about that woman, but uh, she can't know anything. Well, what are we going to do, John? I'm not prepared to carry on like this, snatching an hour here, an hour there. I want you for myself, all the time. So do I, Carol. You know that, but what can I do? She won't give me a divorce. Leave her. It's all very well to say that, but what will we live on? You know how much I make. That wouldn't keep you in perfume. Then get rid of her. Everything will go to you, then. I know, but I... But what? Well, it's not as easy as that. I, I couldn't just kill her. I, I couldn't murder her. You're pretty spineless, really, aren't you, John, dear? It's not a question of being spineless. You talk about this if it were just a question of having a haircut. I, I couldn't just murder her. On this island, there are plenty of men who do the job for you, if the money was right. I couldn't do that either. I, I thought about it, but I can't do it. Well, I'm not prepared to hang on much longer, my dear. You'd better make up your mind pretty quick which of us you want. Because it's either her or me. You can't have us both. But, uh, I'm working on something. There is a way. What way? Well, uh, I'd rather not say. I'll give her one last chance tomorrow. If she won't agree to a divorce, then I'll do it. I'm sorry, John. That's final. I won't give you a divorce. You can do what you like. All right. You've asked for it. I've tried to be reasonable, but you just won't try to understand. I hate you. Do you hear? I hate you. I can't even find it in my heart to feel sorry for what's going to happen. I have done it. But I... But I mean, it was only ten minutes... When one moves back and forward in time, then time itself becomes unimportant. Well... Is it? Luca has the bones. They are in a small box. He will bring it to you. No, no. I, I, I don't want to see it. Uh, do you wish the bones to be destroyed? No, I, I can't do that. Then she really would be dead. Then you must take them with you. Yes, all right. I'll, I'll take them with me. Put them down over there. Then 
she no longer exists. <laughs> How can she exist? Her bones are at your feet. Her body could not exist without bones, could it? I suppose not. You must keep them with you always. You must not allow any part of them to be lost. Otherwise, your wife will be incomplete, you understand. But I can't keep these with me. What good heavens, the police will immediately suspect me of murdering her. She has disappeared and all of a sudden I have a complete collection of human bones. Ah, you need not worry on that score. These bones are a hundred years old. Your wife disappeared this morning. It's impossible. It must be impossible. It is impossible. But it has been done. Now we come to the question of payment. What is it worth to you, Mr. Hayward, to be rid of your wife? Anything. I'll pay you anything. I'll, I'll give you any money you want. I don't want money. What use would I make of money? Well, what do you want? At present, nothing. Nothing? At present. You mean there's no payment? You, and you want no payment? Oh, I want payment. And I will get it ultimately, but not yet. Well, what do you want? You, Mr. Hayward, that is my payment. I want your soul. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders. And the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3-5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3-5s today. when you're going to die. And I'll call it. What are you doing? What does it look as if I'm doing? I'm packing, getting out of here. Well, 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 a man of action. And what about wifey? She's not here. Where is she? Never mind where she is. She isn't here less enough, isn't it? Darling, I never thought you had it in you. Did you really get rid of her? I didn't say that. I didn't know murderers were so touchy about it. I'm not a murderer, dear. I'm not a murderer. All right, all right. Well, what are we going to do? 
Why are you packing? Won't that make the police suspicious? For the last time, can't you understand? I've got nothing to fear from the police. Then why the rush to get away? It's this island, this place. I, I can't take it any longer. Even the atmosphere is evil. I, I can feel it all around me. I, I'm getting away. Well, you might have let me know. I was going to collect you on the way to the harbor. I'll go and pack. Uh, there isn't much time. I'll, I'll pick you up in about two hours. Two hours? You must be mad. I can never be ready in two hours. Well, that's what I'm leaving. If, if you want to come with me, you, you better be ready then. If, if not, I'll go without you. One thing is for sure, I'm not staying in this place a minute longer than is necessary. It's impossible. 
I was looking for you, Mr. Hayward. What? What you? What do you want? I took the liberty, sir, of unpacking for you. You did what? I'm your cabin steward, sir. Match your The box. What did you do with the box? I beg your pardon, Don't sir. be a fool, man. The box that was standing there. What did you do with it? It had a big padlock on it. That old wooden box. I thought you were be using that on the voyage. I took it down to the hold. Well, get it back here. Get it back at once. Oh, I, I don't know that I can, sir. It's packed away with all the other stuff that isn't wanted on the voyage. It would be very difficult to get that. Anyway, your wife told me that you wouldn't be needed on the voyage. My wife? What are you talking about? My wife isn't on board the ship. Oh, yes, she is, sir. You told me yourself that she would be joining you before we sailed. Well, she did. She came down to the cabin while you went in the bar. Well, is she now? I really couldn't say, sir. She didn't speak very much. In fact, come she behaved rather strangely. How strangely? Well... I believed all these legends that you hear on the islands. I'd say that she behaved like a zombie. One of the living dead. The living dead? Of course. If she had come back from the dead. But she wasn't dead. No one had killed her. She had just ceased to exist. But if she had appeared again, she must be one of the living dead and... The fact that she was on board the shipment meant that she wanted revenge. Revenge on me. I needed time to think. I went up on deck and strolled as casually as I could round the deck, smoking one cigarette after another. Nothing helped to calm my jangled nerves. I was forced to the conclusion that I was being haunted. Haunted by my wife, who was neither alive nor dead. Ah, there you are. Oh, that's you. You've got to start. Thanks, say. Your nerves are in a pretty bad state, of There's nothing wrong with my nerves. Your wife's looking for you, by the way. My, my, my wife? Yes, it was her, after all. Remember I said I thought I saw her? Well, I wasn't mistaken. We spoke to her just now. Where did you see her? Oh, on the after deck, not 50 yards away. She was standing, gazing off into space. I say, there's nothing wrong with your wife's eyes, is there? Why, why do you ask? Well, it, it might have just been the light. But they had a sort of dead look in them. A sort of dead look. I thought I saw a shadowy figure standing there. But the night was pretty bad. Then the figure started to move towards me. When the slight thing was still at times, the figure seemed almost to disappear. Then it would reappear again. And all the time it was coming closer. At last, there was no doubt at all. I didn't know it in what form, alive or dead, but, but it was my wife. There was no doubt at all, but it was Betty. Look so surprised. The thought you got rid of me, didn't you? 
But you haven't, you see. You'll never be rid of me. I'm going to haunt you forever. <laughs> What is the trouble, Doctor? He's completely paralyzed and he's dumb. He can't speak a word. He can see, there's no doubt about that, and he can hear. But otherwise, he's completely helpless. I should have thought that he must have had some terrible shock, some unbelievable shock. Anyway, whatever the reason, and I can assure you that it's all in the mind, there's nothing organically wrong with him at all. Nothing physical, you understand. Whatever the reason, to all intents and purposes... Your husband is completely paralyzed and dumb. I'm afraid that the only thing for him will be to keep him in a home. Oh, no, Doctor. I couldn't do that. My darling husband. No, Doctor. I'll look after him myself. I'll keep him at home and look after him myself. It'll be a pleasure. John, dear, you weren't so clever after all. I hear it. Oh, you think I might be poisoning you, do you? Oh, don't worry. I'm not. Not yet, anyway. Maybe later. But not until you've suffered a bit more, my dear John. I want to tell you the whole story. I want you to know how stupid you've been. Believing a silly yarn like that. Travel in time and bring something back indeed. Don't you remember who first put the idea in your head about the witch doctor? It was me. I knew you'd go and find out. It was easy to bribe that so-called witch doctor. Just as it was easy to bribe the steward up and both. I wanted to get my revenge on you for deceiving you with that woman. Carol, uh, I wanted revenge. <laughs> but I never dreamed it would be so complete. I can sit and watch you suffer. And you can't do a thing. And of course, you never know when I will get to the voice. <laughs> Although I promise you... It won't be for a long time. Well, well, well. So it was all a lot of nonsense. That business of traveling off into the future and getting the skeleton from the grave. But what puzzles me is this. What is Carol doing down here, moaning about her bones, which she says are in a little box on board a ship somewhere? I don't understand that at taste of new smooth Fate Express 3.5 today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get.
It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders. And the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3-5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Smooth in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3-5 today. Filter King Cigarettes invites you to listen next Saturday at 9 o'clock when they will again present The Creaking Door. If you loved Inner Sanctum, you'll equally love The Creaking Door. The Creaking Door is a South African production of Inner Sanctum and started with the iconoclastic squeaking door at the beginning of each episode. The Creaking Door used original scripts but mirrored Inner Sanctum's plots with a focus on the supernatural, suspense, and horror. The history of the show is not certain. It may have been created in the mid-1950s but didn't air in South Africa until the 1960s. The host for this series was Peter Bloomfield. This copycat will make you a scaredy cat. Sorry. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.